and welcome to 2023 Sidewalk Conversations. I'm so excited to be with you because we're going to be covering a lot of material today. And so um, I'm going to be your guest and I'm going to be talking about uh, some things that are happening in my own personal world, but also some things that I'm really excited about as it relates to the future of Sidewalk Conversations and some of the associated projects that we have going on with it. So thanks for joining us today. And I want to say a special thanks to our sponsors. Uh, there are people every month who make this podcast happen. And uh, I'm grateful for those who make those financial investments. And if you're ever interested in doing so, you can send me a personal message at petevanward.com. And that's the easiest way to find out not only about the podcast, but about all the other projects that we'll be referencing today. And then if you happen to have a need for some Black Sheep merch, you can find it there at that same web address. So thanks again for joining us. I'm going to jump right in. Um, there are a number of you who have been asking me about and um, messaging me uh, regarding the journey that I'm on in terms of my own health uh, challenges. I, I've been pretty open about it on Facebook, but uh, some of you may be accessing this from another resource, and so just want to bring you up to speed on all of that. And so, uh, first of all, I'm just so grateful, and I, and I just want to plug the value of community. Um, there, there are ways in which I think I'm at rest in the in the disposition I'm in because of the prayer support, the encouragement, and the kindness that has been shown not only to myself but uh, to my family, to my kids, and Carol. Um, you guys are just so great about providing support, and uh, I, I kind of on a theoretical level, although. Obviously, at various times in my life, I've experienced the benefits of community, but I mean, particularly now in this season, I'm just so grateful for the prayer support that we have received. Let's bring it up to speed on what we're doing. Uh, first of all, some of you know that I have been facing a challenge with cancer in my bladder for the last three years, which has has been um, minimal in terms of, well, cancer can be minimal. Uh, they are tumors that have been able to be... Um, removed surgically without any need for chemo or radiation or any further care. Uh, but they do have a nasty habit of coming back. And so I've had six surgeries uh, on my bladder for the uh, last three and a half years. Uh, and then this last year in 2022, I discovered that uh, there was a more aggressive form of cancer in my prostate. And so we've been talking uh, together with our family and with our medical uh, professionals about how to best address it. And I won't take you into all the details of various approaches. Um, if you ever are interested in that conversation, I'm more than happy to have it with people because uh, we found that you know just navigating all the vocabulary in and of itself can be uh, rather intimidating. And so uh, I love having those conversations offline. But essentially... We had three choices about how to do this. One was to follow a radiation, chemo, uh, hormonal uh, application, and that would have been a rather uh, extended, long-term uh, process. And, and there are many people who've done that and have had good success with it. But once we uh, lurk, looked at all the ramifications and side effects, it was just not the most appealing option. So... We were left either with what they call a metabolic approach, which deals with cancer from a whole body issue, uh, or a surgical removal uh, prostectomy, 
Um, and that that was something that we had considered quite uh, extensively. We had met with three different surgeons to talk about the various approaches. They have a robotic setup right now where um, they go in with robotic arms and take it out, and the recovery is fairly simple. And um, and they also have um, other kinds of pr- prostatectomies, but that's probably the ro- the ro- robotic one is the most common nowadays. And uh, I have a great uh, group of docs that have been giving me advice about all that. The um, the decision, however, that we've made is that we've decided to go with a metabolic approach, which is to deal with the whole body. And, there, and there's a number of reasons for that. And again, if you're interested in the details on this, we would love to uh, have conversation offline. Uh, but for us, uh, the fact that I've also had bladder cancer and now prostate cancer, it seemed as if the complications associated at least uh, immediately with um, having it taken out uh, was were, were such that we thought like, you know what, maybe this is one of those opportunities where we do a, um, a metabolic approach first, which would basically be three months of treatment where you're dealing with the immune system, you're dealing with nutrition, you're dealing with various kinds of non-toxic therapies. And unfortunately, that's not available uh, yet in the United States. It's an FDA approval process. But in Mexico and Canada and then some some, uh, European countries, they offer this kind of approach. And so Carol and I prayed a lot about it, and we have decided that we're going to take this approach and go to Mexico. In fact, I leave this weekend for three weeks. I'll be in clinic for six hours a day, um, six days a week. And so... There are uh, a whole a host of videos that I've watched, and um, and I, I think the more information I glean, the more comfortable I feel with this approach. And I, I'll just share this much. The two things that have really turned the corner for me in terms of using this approach is one was the regret factor if I didn't. So some of the uh, potential uh, side effects of a prostatectomy are such that you know, you could end up with some pretty severe limitations, um, especially if there was any complications associated with the bladder. And I tried to imagine myself after a surgery sitting in a living room chair, um, imagining that maybe uh, I had tried another approach first. And and I thought, you know, I don't want to have that regret factor. And so I at least want to try this approach first. If nothing else, I think the minimal benefit of this is that my body will be stronger and more capable capable of fighting off cancer wherever it shows up, if it ever shows up again. Uh, but the the maximum benefit would be that there would actually be a slow slowing of the growth and maybe even eradication of cancer through the methodologies that I'm I'm going to be in, undergoing. So the regret factor was a big one. And then the second was, and, and I know this for some of you will be like, well, duh, of course, but there was a, a, a prompting, I guess, I felt from the Holy Spirit, and it's one of the benefits, I think, that we have as followers of Christ is that um, the, the Scriptures talk about a peace that passes all understanding. Jesus said that when the Spirit of uh, the Holy Spirit comes, that He would give us peace and that the peace would be a guiding factor in our lives. And I've, I've sensed that throughout my journey as a follower of Jesus, but I think particularly with this decision, as we kind of laid out all the pros and cons, we actually took a piece of paper and laid out, okay, here's what the potential issues here. This is the potential issues here. Here's the things that we are going to be dealing with here. 
And as we sat with those decisions, um, we found that in, in this particular approach, we felt the most peace. And the longer that we've sat with that decision and the more we found out about what that entails, uh, I just feel an ever-increasing sense of peace. And I, I attribute that not only to the work of the Spirit, but to the prayer support that we've received along the way as well. It's just been phenomenal. And again, um, you know, some people tend to go more private with these kinds of issues. They don't really want to talk about you know, what's going on in their personal private health world. And I totally get that. Uh, my wife kind of tends a little bit more towards that. But for me, it's just like I want to get all the support, all the prayer, all the encouragement I can get because these are the kinds of things that can truly alter your life. And, I, and I've noticed that there are you know, still moments where I can get depressed, I can be frustrated, I can be discouraged. And were it not for the encouragement of people and prayers that I'm receiving, I, I'm sure that my disposition would be a lot worse. So um, thank you for being willing to enter the journey with us, and I'm truly grateful for it. Okay, enough of that. Um, I do want to talk a little bit, uh, before I talk about the documentary, I want to talk about a couple of things that we have coming up that I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Um, one is related to our our product that we're we're getting ready to release. So, um, over the last year and a half, I've been working on a project related, and we've been calling it kind of Word for the Week. And basically, it's a picture with a little reflective devotional thought, and then a question at the end. And I've been sending those out as texts on Saturday morning, calling it the Word for the Weekend. And uh, a number of people have said to me over the last year and a half, hey, why don't you make that more generally accessible? And um, I, I love the idea, and I already sent out 223 texts every Saturday. So I was like, how am I going to be able to keep this up? And so we're actually going to be creating a box set where we're going to put together 52 different cards and they're going to give you an opportunity to just kind of sit it on the, the dinner table. And maybe when your family gets together uh, on a Sunday dinner or maybe any other time when, when your family is gathered, you can take one of these cards and you can use it as a conversation starter around the table. I, I know my parents were quite good at this. When we were younger, they would uh, read a Bible verse and then we'd have an opportunity to talk about it uh, as a family. And I just thought that was the way that uh, every family did it, um, only to find out later that sometimes parents and families struggle with having those kinds of conversations, not just about Scripture, but about life. And so my thought was, well, if a family could have a conversation starter, uh, that might give them a chance to reflect on things that are important, and then even use it as a way to bring some focus to the week, that could be a win-win-win. And so... We're uh, right now actually finishing up the back, backdrop work on that. So the texts are being established, the pictures are being formulated, and we're looking at various card sets that we could use it on. So uh, you'll keep your eye out for that because I'm really excited about uh, that prospect. And then the second thing that I'm, I'm pretty excited about is that I am working with a church in Pella, Iowa, and um, my request here is is if you ever 
like find yourself in a situation where uh, you'd like to hear some uh, a message. Maybe you're not connected to a church, or or maybe you're just looking for another way to uh, you know kind of bolster your own faith journey. Um, I make those messages available um, on my Facebook page. They'll also be found on my YouTube. Um, but if you'd like to actually participate with us on a Sunday morning, uh, we also record those uh, on uh, our our recording system at the church. And so those are available at uh, Pella, or excuse me, it's uh, Grace Fellowship uh, Pella. And you can find us on the web or you can find us on Facebook and every Sunday at 10 o'clock, you can get those uh, messages if you want to participate with us in it. All right. The last thing I want to talk about is this uh, mini documentary. I've been kind of alluding to it, if you will, for the last month or so. It's a project that I started back in October, and uh, it's a uh, project that I've worked with a group called the David's Harp Foundation. It's a foundation out of San Diego. And they are a, um, a great organization. They work mostly with uh, troubled young people who are coming off the streets or out of gangs or just out of youth detention facilities, needing some direction and some guidance. And these uh, three guys have established an organization where they help these young people gain a skill in the area of either video, audio, music, or even editing and creating films. And when I got a chance to uh, work with these guys, which was quite serendipitous in and of itself, I was introduced to them through uh, my brand coordinator manager, Doreen, uh, who's done some amazing work with my website and branding and all of that. Anyway, she was uh, available uh, with these people and said, hey, Pete, you got to meet these folks. And so we set up a phone call, and I had a chance to meet the organizers. I had a chance to meet some of the students. And it was, uh, I just, it was one of those things where I thought, man, I gotta, I gotta do something with these people. <laughs> and so our first thought was that maybe we would try and create an event where we did some things together, where we each brought our own skills to the table. Um, but then uh, another idea occurred to us that I thought was even more compelling. And that was that why don't we create an, a project that we can do together? And so I told them a little bit about my story and some of the things that I've been passionate about around this idea of you know the black sheep messengers. And I think partly because of their own story and kind of their own journey, they really identified with that overall message and said, yes, let's, let's do a project together. And so we, we went out, I, I went out there to San Diego for four days to do the filming. And then over the next six weeks or so, we put together the various feeds and created a short three minute, 45 second video that I'm going to get ready to show you here in just a few moments. Um, but I just want to give a shout out to the, the students there, uh, to the leaders at David's Harp. They are just a phenomenal group of people. If you are ever in the area and you want to see a great work, or if you want to know more about that work, you can look them up on the web at David, davidsharp.org, and uh, you'll find some great uh, testimonials there. You'll see some of their other projects, and I heartily encourage you to check them out. But anyway, 
This video we have released uh, the last, uh, it was the week of Christmas. We released it kind of publicly and shared it with uh, some folks. And it's already gotten quite a bit of attention on on YouTube and on Facebook. And then uh, next week, we are actually going to do a media release where it's going to be released in Dallas and Houston and in San Diego, um, more broadly through media outlets. So we're really excited about this project. Uh, I would love if you connect with it or you know somebody who would connect with it, please feel free to share it. Uh, we will note the, um, the link in our notes here for today. You can find it on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. Um, but it's going to be one of those things that I think will help people feel a lot better <laughs> about their own uh, maybe being type cast as the black sheep, but still have a message and think they have something to say. And that's really the, the fan that we're trying to uh, flame, or the flame that we're trying to fan is just to say to people, this is, this is something I think God is putting together, where people who have often felt like the outside looking in, maybe particularly in the church, uh, would have a place to express themselves and find maybe some community uh, that uh, people would identify with and feel camaraderie with, and that's really at the heart of what we're trying to do. In other words, sometimes people are saying to me, well, Pete, what are you trying to create? Well, um, my little hashtag is find the flock, find your flock. And uh, basically what we're trying to do is just create a community for this group of people uh, through a Facebook group, through events, and and then also through personal conversations. So all of that is part of what we're trying to create. And if any of that feels like where you are, uh, please feel free to to join us. So thanks to David's Harp. Thanks to uh, Doreen and the great work at uh, Redefined. Thank you for all the work you did in putting this together. And if you can hang with us for the next three and a half or so minutes, I think you'll enjoy this video. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.